welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from on the previous episode of this podcast. Uh, Marcus, Nathan, you did it. Congratulations. You scooped it. You scooped it. We Woo. scooped the scoops. <laughs> Got the scoop. Uh, oh, my gosh. That was great. It was really lovely to have you guys on. You, you worked through it really well. Did you Did you enjoy the room? Of course. That was that a blast. Was, oh, yeah. Delightful. I enjoyed being a Jenny Mudge school journalist and my trusty dog McGruff. Wow. Just <laughs> fantastic vibes. Are those two copywritten names? Did we think about that at all? Oh, if, if we, no one's going to sue us for using McGruff. That would be bad publicity for nah. them. And if there's anything that the police don't want, it's bad publicity. I don't think the police are involved exactly. in suing. <laughs> I, I, I hear that the McGruff lobby is extremely litigious, though, so you're really going to want to watch okay. out. Mm. McGruff is this has nothing to do with the escape room done. McGruff is not a thing <laughs> that exists in Australia as it like McGruff the crime dog. That's a whole that's a whole whatever. But I don't think I ever knew anything about him. And then we watched someone like reviewing like old videos that had McGruff in them. And it was just like I didn't expect him to be he was just like Hey kids, it's me, I'm McGruff. He was Whoa. terrified. Hey, you wanna, hey, those who cross the road, kids. Oh, you're gonna get hit by a car, I'm McGruff. Like it was so intense. He was grim. It was, it was great. I loved it. Oh yeah. <laughs> what a role model he is. I've been for generations. But he clearly was a two pack a day smoker. <laughs> at least. At really least. relatable to the children of the era. Exactly. Uh, but look, I did. I, I really enjoyed this room. I play tested this quite recently, uh, and it was nice to hear you guys play through it as well. Uh, there oh, are some you things said that, the things that I wanted you to say. Yeah, you did a lot better oh. at, at kind of <laughs> catching on to the way certain things worked, uh, which was which was lovely. But then also, there were some things that you, you missed in ways that I got immediately. It was very funny to hear. <laughs> it was like, mainly the, the one thing, um, Ma- but mainly the cone. Maybe the cone. Maybe the cone. <laughs> Uh, but I will say before we go into any details, not to, is, is there anything that you had any moment in the room that that you felt good about that you felt like smart that you what enjoyed? Was your shining moment. A moment that you were like, yes, Ooh. I did that. Two moments stand out. Well, three, I guess. Well, so like one, getting the magnet, but then immediately forgetting about <laughs> the umbrellas, that that emotional arc. Our of greatest victory, our greatest failure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And then like. Figuring out the the lights with the box and the cash box that was well just done. delightful. I mm. that was loved that. I felt um, I was so worried with that because you got that like straight like you saw the lights and you were like, oh, I wonder if they'll act like black lights. We should take that box with the scribbles on them. We should hold it under these lights. And I was like, oh, I wonder how Danny's going to deal with this in a real escape room. That would be a horrible, horrible design choice. But mm. having GM powers. I made you focus on the top, which is the worst of the images and the one that you needed a nothing light. Mm. But it also makes sense that you would have been looking at the top. Mm. But I suppose there's also, because in my head, like I was thinking if I was going to handle that situation from a game mastering perspective, it would have been like, uh, well, it depends how much you want to give away because you could just be like, oh, well, you know, you hold the box under the light uh, or one side under the light and hey, it's a letter F. But under another light, it's a K and under another light, it's an E and another light. So you don't, oh, obviously, like it resolves into different mm. shapes, but you don't know which is which because then you have too many In options. a real physical escape room, yeah. that is the best way to do That's that. That's how you would do it, I think, in right. a real escape room so that people need the clues so they can't just brute force. Well, I can't think of that that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely want to talk about uh, more about that puzzle, but I'm also curious, what was your, your third highlight? Oh, what was maybe? your third highlight? Oh, uh, the so, solving the cube with with the uh, birthday minus five. I thought we we had a great 
tag team moment there. I was like, oh, it's mm. a day. And then Marcus was like, oh, minus five. Got it. Yeah, Boom. obviously. Well Damn. done. It was good yeah. uh, anagramming. It, so it was also B-day. fun. I'm sure this doesn't always happen. Or, or maybe it does. Maybe you design it to be this way. But it's cool that the first piece of evidence was the last piece we used. <laughs> you know? Yes. Nice bookend That there. was very fortunate. But I think you went to the counter pretty early as well, didn't you? It's a very alluring counter. I guess so. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're there to find the 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 scoop, you you got to go to the uh, ice cream, you know. I think both of us had our share of oh, of course, you know, like oh, the 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 two by eight is something I noticed. Nice. Or prime numbers is something he noticed. I, you know, did not make any of that kind of connection. Yeah, so you I, did work I appreciated. Very well together. Yeah, I like to think we're a good team. Yeah, that went great. Oh yeah, uh, I was I was going to say I I really liked your your process as as a team on the ice cream stuff because it was really fun to like it's it's I think from a design perspective I'm sure Danny you were quite happy about this because it wasn't I was like so thrilled how that went. Here is the ice cream. Oh, it's got these colors. Oh, some of these are doubled up. Wait, all of them are doubled up. Okay, maybe let's bank that away. We might need something to like give a key to that later. And it's like, let's look at the whiteboard. Okay, the whiteboard has yeses and noes. Maybe at some point we'll get yeses or something, noes Thank or something. Thank you for saying you looked at that notice board immediately and you went through it and then you went, lots of yes and noes is yeah, a theme going that on here. I, didn't, I, I didn't really wanted straight that. straight away, the yes and the noes. And so you kind of banked that away. And then later on we're like, okay, we finally found the third part. We've got a series of colours. That's a series of ice creams. And it was just like this kind of lull, this moment of like, well, how do we, how do we, how? and then that moment of, wait a minute, the notebook's also eight by two. And like, it was that perfect, like, there's one key that we're missing. You found it and then it all just sort of came together. Now we know yes on this, no on this. Now we have the colors. And it was really like perfect flow for how that puzzle worked. Yeah, you worded things great. You found the colors on Josh's picture and you went, oh, these do match the ice creams, but there are multiples. I guess there must be one more piece of information you, somewhere. You were very good at noting. Oh. And that's, a, that's we talked about that before. That's an, an escape room skill or a puzzle skill that is is a really, like it makes a huge difference on how people do, which is the capacity to see a puzzle and know like <laughs> this is going to have more information. Like I'm not going to waste time trying this now there's going to be something that's going to help. And you you were very good at that consistently throughout the room. Thank you. So that last puzzle, I think I am more used to, you know, there might be simultaneous puzzles going on at once, but usually a single puzzle has at max like three components to it. (laughs) And when you solve one, you get another, you know? So like you get these brief spurts of like, Mm. I'm a genius. I'm an idiot. I'm a genius. (laughs) So this was really fascinating to me. And, you know, I think it's a design ethos thing that I've noticed in in other uh, escape rooms I've listened to of yours. But th- there's a real buildup. That was mm. we had to figure out, you know, prime than primates. I, you know, I was like Nathan's so smart, but that didn't matter much until we, <laughs> you know, we needed to <laughs> we needed to figure out the primates and the primes, and then the box and then like there's so many that aspects was that was true almost like two-thirds of the objects in the room ended up coming down to this puzzle <laughs> mm. i didn't think yeah. of it in that way yeah and you sometimes i feel like we've talked about this before danny that you sort of go back and forth as to how your rooms are structured and sometimes you have rooms where it's like collect 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 and, and then, then it all fits snowball. together at the end and sometimes it is like one thing leads to one thing yeah. leads to one thing and they're all solved 
Um, right. Do you know when you're doing that, or do no, you just like sort of all. get to the end and be like, oh, well, look what I've done? I never have any idea as I'm doing it. So I draw the arrows in my notes, and occasionally I look at them and go, why is there just one arrow going from one thing to the other? That's boring. <laughs> Let's just throw some other arrows in here. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, technically, this was a two puzzle escape room a mm, bit. in yeah. a sense. Yeah, there, no, there it were, really was. There was a key, and there was a, a box. So everything yep. else, and I, I think that's really cool. That's I think that's a skill to make puzzles where you can be like the information for this is not immediately apparent, but you know, oh, I'm collecting the pieces. That's really cool. Yeah. It is very funny. So the way that I structure my notes for all of these rooms, I have the introduction, I have the observable items. So the first thing you can do when you go and look at a thing, then I have the action section, and then all of the conclusion. And it is very interesting. I notice a disparity in my room sometimes where often, especially in a lot of my earlier rooms, the observable items would be every item would get two lines of description. And then there would be about 25 actions for all of the different things that could take place. But some of them, like this one, there was a lot more in the observing and then not that many actions that you had to take in regards to things because a lot of it was solved just by looking at them and being mm -hmm. able to do it in your own paper and your own minds. So those are the two big differences I notice between my types of rooms. The ones where there are more actions where I have to tell you, yes, this is what your action does versus you looking at stuff and that solving the puzzle on its own. That was cool and also tricky to have you know, a, a, a plethora of clues and information and be like, ultimately, we have one place to put all of this yeah. or two places. Mm. Uh, the amount of times the number six showed up <laughs> was impressive. Yeah. That was quite something. Yeah, unfortunate that the, the, the word magnet has six letters, but that's okay because <laughs> by the time you got all the other six stuff, that was, you'd already dealt with that part. Well, yeah, because that's, yeah. that's the nice thing about like reducing that ambiguity is that you kind of have to solve the magnet puzzle, finish it, put it away to get to mm -hmm. the six lights. Yeah. Like, so it very much delineates them. So, like, I didn't get mm. confused over the, like, delights match magnets. Like, that didn't worry mm. me at all. And I don't think it yeah. got you guys either. Um, yeah. So, so it, was, it was nice because, yeah, usually we'd, we'd note that. We'd be like, oh, my God, you have six in two places. We can't do that. You have to cut that. Mm -hmm. um, one of the you, things you... that was, was different, and I, and I found this really interesting for the uh, ice cream puzzle, is we changed uh, yes. a bit of the way that worked which was that originally only some of the ice cream flavors were ambiguous, whereas others were certain. So like there was only one toffee colored thing and there was only one mm. like Apricot espresso colored, colored thing. thing. I had accidentally made too many of them unambiguous yeah, for sure. And only like two or three of them were ambiguous. And so it was, I think I didn't have that same push to be like, well, I need to disambiguate these with a, with a, another puzzle. I was like, oh wait, am I just looking at them wrong? Am I, should I be? But that was a deliberate play test choice to yeah. change that. Mm. And I think Based on how difference. you talked, that was exactly what it needed. Yeah, so it was nice to see that that kind of worked to get you in the right m and mood early the on. the one other change, the one that we deliberated over for much longer, was the uh, Primes Then Primates. Oh, yes. That worked perfectly. So originally, I'm so happy. it was such a subtle thing. It was Prime and Primate, not Prime Then Primate. Oh. And so I was mixing and doing like top top front, nothing whistling, right bottom and mix it. And I got and, and it was so lovely to hear you go, wait a minute, prime then primate? Why don't we do all the prime in order and then we'll stop and then we'll move on to the primate? And I was like, oh that's exactly what we wanted. I'm so glad. <laughs> it was the perfect little change. And it that, made such a difference. 
that was helpful too because I my brain was really straining at the top right left stuff because mm-hmm. I'm so used to that meaning, you know, move something a direction or referring to the location of lights. So yeah. it was helpful to have it in two chunks to be like, oh, we have two word pairs here. And I think it also made you more inclined to do them as like top nothing, right humming, left buzzing, and like pair them up that way when, you ha- when you're looking at like, let's just do the prime. Smaller chunks. Whereas I was like mixing and matching and being like, oh, maybe top is here. And, and, and I thought I was looking for like six more lights that fit the other words. And, it was, and I got a much more like, I didn't feel like I had the direction. And so I think I'm, I'm so glad that mm. felt like it made a big difference. Just the word, just yeah, changing an and to a then changes it mm-hmm. so much. Um, I wanted to talk about prime and primate because I'm intrigued, which is that mm. Nathan, when you read the door, oh, you just said it. You just went, oh, that's prime and primate, but you looked like you were just reading it, not adding the other words <laughs> in that you'd seen. Danny, you didn't write prime and primate. I probably did. did. Or did you? And then you was it still visible as prime and primate, or did you just automatically add the other door in? Uh, I could kind of see like an I and an R and so yeah, prime the prime. <laughs> so I can't so, see that on the door at all. I thought it was time, maybe. <gasps> oh, I do see it. When you zoom really in, you can still see the little bits of pry and pry. I would never have got that myself. Uh, I needed the other one. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, if you zoom super in. Yeah. yeah, you're right. If you zoom in, you can see it says prime. Because I wasn't sure, because I thought Danny hadn't done that. I thought Danny had just written M-E and M-A-T-E. And that you were just like, and I was like, well, how did he just like <laughs> trick himself? <laughs> and just put, he, like he was thinking prime. It definitely prime, sounded prime. like that. But, it, but you could actually That's read it. the prime. You're zooming prime. in. I still can't see it very well. It's so subtle. <laughs> I would never, and because like, I did the playtest, I had no idea. I did you not know, even One time it. I did a puzzle. <laughs> I, I did a puzzle where the kind of the solution to, I did for Enigma Arch actually. The solution to the puzzle was turning up the the contrast on your screen because there were some words that were completely like super difficult to read. Yeah, mm. and I wonder as well if that's what's going on here a little bit. Like I wonder if like your computer we have different screens because we different... already oh, found yeah. that with like the ice cream opening oh, our on our one ice computer. Cream colors the colors on our are iPad and computer. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting. They're all still the same and like and and the same as each other, but it was like oh, that's not the same kind of red as it is on one device to the other. So I wonder if it's a bit clearer on yours than on ours, so we didn't notice it. Fine, I'll redo the picture and erase the letters. I'd erase those letters just them. in case. Fine. <laughs> You know, people just read it and be like, yep, done. Um, that was very funny. Because you just read it and it's like, oh, did he just solve that really quickly? Or... Oh, that's very oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Danny, do you have anything in this room that you, that you liked, that you had trouble with, that you found the most fun to write? Oh, definitely the notice board. The notice board is lovely. We're mad about... <laughs> The what state of things. The state of things. State That's things. good. That is a good little bit. But I also very much enjoyed, uh, I can only remember it in one point, but we had this with two things when we did the playtest. One was, yes, I made the notice board a whiteboard, and you immediately went, That's ridiculous. Why would it be a whiteboard? <laughs> yeah. What uh, even is this? Who does that? And I just had to come up with some argument for why it makes total sense to use a whiteboard mm. without revealing that it's because you need magnets. Yeah, we had a long discussion <laughs> in the playtest. But there was another involving one. Googling. Wasn't there? There was something else. <laughs> maybe there was. About the tiles, maybe? Or mm. I can't remember. No, or about the placement of the primates? 
I don't remember. There was something else. No. Yeah. I yeah. Like if I look through my notes, it's so wild because I've got like my notes say, like with those no- with those lights, it's like fine gorilla whistles orangutan humming seven cracked lima buzzing thirteen broken three, and I was like, well, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> like the order of the lights is gorilla orangutan seven lima thirteen three. That's not a four digit code. What am I doing here? <laughs> it was so confused. Uh, it's very funny. Uh, but no, I, I can't remember. There was something else. But yeah, it was. You did well with that, like, because it is my first thought seeing the whiteboard is why would it be a whiteboard? Uh, and I'm glad that in the end it does matter. And you had the same moment, I think. I'm That's glad a I Chekhov's mentioned it. gun. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those Chekhov's gun moments where uh, it's actually awesome when you can come up with a puzzle where you just give someone information. You don't open a door. You're just like, hey, look at those magnets. <laughs> That's very fun. Because then it's like, oh, it was there the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Right and uh, well yeah. done on that note for spotting. Why are they mentioning the floor again as I walk across to the door? <laughs> yes, yes, that's a <laughs> classic. If anything, the reason I, I, it was rude of me, I think I interrupted you there because I was like, I don't want to be made a fool of. I know there's something. <laughs> there's definitely I, I still something found, on this floor. I still found plenty of ways to make a fool of myself, so there was no worry there. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, it. like, yeah, again, we, we teased you about the cone umbrella connection thing um, about missing that. It's because you were doing everything else so well. We needed to grab onto something. <laughs> yeah, was there, uh, I, I guess you sort of already talked about this, but th- was there a part that was most fun to watch us solve? Yeah. I did. I think, that, I think it was the ice cream. Like, it was great to just see that because you just did it exactly like, the textbook, this is how they're meant to do it. Like, this is how the puzzle is written. It should be, find this, get confused, find that, get confused, find this, see that it could be this, but not know the third part, realize you've had the third part the whole time, mix all three together, come out with a code. Like, it was it was great to see. And it was also fun because you because you got the cone wrong and then immediately, and then you corrected yourself. Like, oh, I'm an idiot. The cone is definitely important. I didn't even think about the cone. I, I ignored the cone. Uh, well, now we know the cone is super important. And then you got, then you yep. just left for five minutes. So you could be like, well, magnet, there's only the ice cream. There's nothing else of importance on that poster. And it was just very funny. Cause it's so easy to do. Threw that it's away. Just, you just set these rules in your head of like, this is what I know. Uh, and and you, it's just like you just need a moment of like, hold on a second, wait a minute, is that what you needed? Do you have other? I probably, facts? honestly, after we got the word magnet, I probably deleted the tab. Like, off yeah, my it's computer. gone, it's out, don't need it anymore. <laughs> That's the saddest moment in one of these games: is delete, is getting rid of something, crossing it off, or closing the Too browser, early. and then five minutes later going, okay, I'll open it back up again. <laughs> I thought I was done. The- <laughs> Oh, uh, um, but no, I think look, I, I was, I it was very fun. I think you did very well playing through it. It was, it was, it was great. I like that we had another dog in the room. That's the third time yes. someone's played a dog. <laughs> I can't. I think it's the third How dog many, that appears to play uh, and only the second when it wasn't by force. Yes, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but it was great, uh, and and having a Jenny Mudge character is perfect for for a school newspaper reporter. And yet again, uh, Danny has proved that the limits on what can be in escape room are <laughs> nil. There, there yes, is no yeah. limit. Yeah, there's no setting <laughs> too mundane. That. Well, this is the funny part was that I was saying, I've used this plot before. I used this plot a year ago. Mm. Food is going farm. out there and making people sick, but that was the farm setting instead. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. it's an ice cream setting. Mm. 
but it's done. But the rooms don't feel the same because that's a fun thing. Even with the same, they're very different rooms. It's like the fact that you can do Sherlock Holmes mystery room oh, yeah. at every single escape room company, and you generally right. are not doing the same room. It's like yeah, yeah exactly. that's just the trapping exactly. for them to do puzzles. And so it was a bit of design. an unhappy jolt when I realised I hadn't done this on purpose. I, I'm also okay with it. In, when I got halfway through designing this room and went, oh, wait a second. It was uncomfortable. Like, but th- had I thought about it, I would have been okay with it. You're like six years into the show and you're finally yeah. doubling, yeah. Up, doubling up on themes <laughs> yeah. and ideas. Yeah, I, everyone I mean, keeps asking, oh, aren't you going to run out of locations? No, that's not the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Motivation yeah. is the problem. Um, that's why I've ended up but, in this place where I'm getting really, I'm having difficulty with solve this murder because there are only so many motivations that are big enough to make someone murder. Right. Uh, That's so true. Yeah. I mean, hey, do, do what we do, which is you just take it to new settings, new places. Yeah, you've been doing it in great ways. I've been really enjoying it. I 100% called the classroom one. I feel good about that. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 You got it. Sorry nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, look, that was great fun. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about with this, with the room, with the breakdown of that? Would you? you you're doing murder mysteries. You ever going to do escape room podcast? Oh games? yeah, like you, that you would. Love wouldn't that be rude? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we we've copied you once. <laughs> Shall we really do it again? <laughs> well, if you ever have a room you want to write it and run it on uh, for us on the show, feel free. Yeah, I would actually it. love that. I think yeah. I, I already talked about feeling like Nathan and I make a pretty good team. I wonder if we could both run a room the way that you two run a room and we could run it for both of you. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Like I would love to play that. Yeah, we can do we we can do a double feed and put it out for both. We'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah, logistics. Um, <laughs> I don't care about podcasting logistics. Oh, yeah. I just want to play your games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Same. Uh, well, wonderful. Look, thank you so much for coming on. It was it was great to have you. You solved the room. It was very fun to listen to. For people who want to check out the stuff that you're doing. And please do. And and for people, go check it out. Uh, do you want to give a rundown of where people can find you and how they and what they can find? Uh, so um, for Aurelius Whitlock, let me pause while I pull up so I get the right <laughs> tag and don't give it something wrong. You can find me at 1471 East 950. <laughs> <laughs> Social security number 891. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, you can find our podcast Aurelius Whitlock's Murder Museum on Spotify, Apple. We're also at uh, Murder Museum Pod on Instagram, on social media. Uh, personally, I'm also on uh, Instagram as December underscore next. I do puzzles on there, um, kind of Enigma March style puzzles. Oh, yeah, Enigma so, March. Yeah. We must be in the midst of that by the time this is ever. Oh, you're on. right. Oh, my God. This episode's releasing in the midst ah, of Enigma March. Ah. So I hope everyone's enjoying the puzzles. And then, um, I mean, uh, I think I shouted this out last episode, but we also uh, wrote a book called Riddlesburg. And um, I don't know the best way to find that. I could list off the web address, but. HTTP. <laughs> Do what they do on finish it. Call out every, <laughs> yeah, exactly. every word. Like we'll definitely have links. Yeah, look, there'll be a link to to Riddlesburg and and the, and uh, the Whitlock's Murder Museum, all that stuff in the show notes below. And if you're listening, go and check it out. It's fantastic. If you like our stuff, you will like 
their stuff. So Maybe go and more. Listen. No, less. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, we're, we're discount our, escapist as podcast, not yeah. not premium escapist our podcast. Our latest we're not name brand. We're like is eight parts. Eight parts. It's good. It's a good length. Uh, one and for people who want to help uh, spread the word about this show, just tell a friend, tell someone, go and get on an internet forum, be like, "Oh, go check out Escape This Podcast." This is your voice, listener. Go check out Escape This Podcast. It's so good. Um, so I, I, it's the best way you can support the show. Uh, the other great way you can support the show is to sign up for the Patreon. If you want to help give money to support uh, the show, it's it's our main form of income. It's it's very helpful. Uh, every dollar you send us pays Makes for you a, happier a, for for food. Uh, so <laughs> please do. Um, <laughs> makes us less hungry. Makes us less hungry. Um, but uh, you can do without anyone who appears at any level has a chance to appear as an NPC in one of Danny's rooms. Yes, we had George Raub and Josh Mullen. Thank you so much, uh, Uncle George and Nephew Josh. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the Pantheon. Uh, and for $5 donors, there are bonus episodes. You can hear the playtest audio for this room. You can hear our series of two-minute mysteries and, and a whole bunch of other fun, ridiculous stuff. Uh, and then there are badges for $10 donors and, and other cool things. So check it out. It's a great way to support uh, the show and to support the rest of the audience who hears it for free. They get great quality stuff because you are helping to make that happen. Uh, all right, wonderful. I think we're done. Uh, I do. You're making me I just think if we had to go back to working regular people jobs and still attempting to make this at the same time. we have to go back and work full time, oh the boy. podcast is over. <laughs> Deal with it, everybody. That's upsetting to visualise. That's going to be a much cheaper podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, and thank you again, Nathan and Marcus, for coming thank on. Thank you so much. All right. Thank Goodbye, you so much for audience. Us. Yeah, thanks Bye. for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye.